Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. Hello and welcome to Hardcore Listing Podcast. I'm one half of your presenting duo. I'm Stu Whiffin, Christopher Gleisel. He's forgot. He's uh, he's running late, but don't worry. Uh, I've got you in my capables, uh, not even capables. Um, right. So before we get on to introducing today's guest, I'm going to thank our sponsors. Our sponsors are... The Say What Podcast. Have you checked out the Say What Podcast? It's hosted by Big Papa J and Notorious F-A-T-T. They're both uh, absolute peelbacks, and their podcast is uh, a ridiculous barrage of nonsense. They will be tagged in all of the posts um, on this episode on the socials. Go give them a follow, and if you're brave enough, why not go and give their podcast a listen? Say What Podcast. As well as that, we are sponsored by Richie Sai James of Southern Martial Arts. Go check out Sai's stuff. And go check out Sai's podcast as well. Uh, he does a podcast with um, Leon McLeod, and uh, and it's a, a, a wonderful pod uh, from uh, through two top fellas. So go give that a listen. Um, but ultimately, go follow Southern Martial Arts. If you're interested in learning martial arts, um, then I can't recommend it enough. It's been a godsend in my life. Um, not only do you improve your physical health, but it's really good for your mental health. I've literally just been having a conversation with today's guest about that. So this is a hybrid uh, episode. So what we're doing today is, is is essentially a top five. Chris will hopefully be here soon. Um, but we thought, because I also do work uh, for Reach Out for Mental Health, and one of the things that I do for that uh, service is he's he's put together the podcast where we've had some absolutely fantastic guests, um, including many former guests of this show, such as Jason Perry, uh, Jordan Gray, Scribius Pitt, uh, Gail Porter. The list goes on. Um, and you've heard Kirsty's voice on this podcast um, on, on a previous episode, but today we thought we'd, we'd bring together both the podcasts and uh, and 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 kind of utilize hardcore listings. Uh, audience to to to, to share the, the the message behind reach out for mental health uh and also um introduce the uh the, the the lovely people that listen to the reach out for mental health podcast uh into the the slightly strange and weird and wonderful world of hardcore listing um and reach out for mental health is is, is a fantastic organization that was put together uh and is run 
by the lovely Kirsty Eaton. All right? I'm good. You good? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. Not not Thank too crunchy. bad. It's Friday, eh? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, look, before um, Chris gets here um, and we jump into today's top five, do you, do you, for those that are unaware of Reach Out for Mental Health, do you want to sort of give us a, a, a an overview of what it is, Kirst? Yeah, sure. It's a charity that I set up probably, crikey, what is it now, about six or seven years ago, following the suicide of uh, a colleague of mine. And it's a suicide prevention service ultimately set up to support adults living in Essex that might be struggling with suicidal thoughts. And we provide support in a range of different ways from counselling, which we're here to talk about today, to befriending, which is a bit more of an informal version of counselling if you just want someone to chat to once a week to offload. Um, we also have peer-led coffee groups all over Essex as well. Um, providing people with a chance to meet up with other people that might be struggling, uh, share some suggestions, experiences, pain, um, but also arguably a bit of hope. Yeah, He's absolutely. Here. He's here. Um, that was a live picture. I didn't actually realise that was his... Uh... <laughs> screensaver. Screensaver. Did you think that was... Oh. Genuinely, I know it was me, Kirsten. Bringing booms to their pods. Okay. Uh, oh, Kirsty, I'm so, guys, I am so, so sorry. And yeah, I just, yeah, I thought I'd get back before the traffic. I got stitched up and then I saw Stu's call and I was like, oh, it has gone past the meeting time. So my, my massive apologies. I like your hair, by the way. Have you had a cut? I have. I've taken off all my extensions. It's just my little dreadies now. Yeah. Uh, well, you'd have to go and, uh, uh, watch the video to, uh, to 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 go and marvel uh, 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 at Kirsty Swede. Um, well, look, we was just at the Kirsty had just given the, the the listeners an overview as to what Reach Out uh, is as a, as a charity and service. And so uh, today we're going to talk about uh, as a, as a hybrid of the two podcasts. We thought what would be quite good would, was to discuss the top five benefits of of therapy. Now, I, I guess that. The first thing we should say is these are both massive advocates of of, of therapy. Uh, I think it's a load of old bollocks. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> I forgot that. That's the kind of take that you guys have on this pod, isn't it? Um, but um, but I've had very little experience of it, so I'm I'm very interested to hear um, uh, how we're gonna, uh, you know, how it can be used for for for, re- for really positive things and. Uh, and so, I guess, Kirst, if we start with number five with you, what would you say would be one of the most important reasons, uh, that personally as well, for, for having therapy? Um, so, I found it quite tricky to actually rank these in order. I genuinely couldn't think of... I don't think we should why... put these in an order. I think like... Yeah, I, because they all kind of contribute to one another and you can't argue that one of the reasons is more of an important reason for another one. Um. So, I mean, one of the first ones I put down was it stops small problems becoming bigger problems, ultimately. It's um, it's a great way of unpacking some of the issues and problems that you might be experiencing. And like with everything, you know, particularly even with your physical health, something that might start out as a little niggle, if you leave it long enough, unchecked, it can develop into something a bit more insidious. Yeah. So that Such was... A good point. Yeah, I completely I completely agree. 
And I think you can see it in yourself or your friends as well, or in I've seen it in relationships as well, where, you know, it's a bit like a little bit of rust on your car. If you leave that rust, it's just going to spread. And like, you know, there's, um, I, I, I've got um, two family members who are in a, in, a, in a sort of like situation where their coping mechanisms for dealing with a traumatic event are just getting more and more bizarre. And... Um, do you want to share? Yeah. Can you share? Give I us an insight. They, they have suffered from what I'd say is a, 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 a quite largely traumatic event that they've had no control over. And um, what they um, uh, have done as a result, and, and despite my constant protests, not protests, that would be the wrong, kind encouragement to seek therapy now, um, refuse to. And so then as the years go on now, the more and more they are between themselves and not speaking to anyone else, creating these paradigms of why what's happened has happened. And these paradigms aren't necessarily healthy for them either. And so it almost, you know, I think there's a thing, is it called folly do, which is like a joint illusion. It's an illusion or a delusion you share with someone. And I think because they aren't speak, speaking to anyone else about these issues and they sometimes share that issue with me, all they've got is each other. They're to living talk in their own echo it. chamber of their and own it bias. Is just, they say what is calm, which what is soothing to the soul to hear, which yeah. is obviously, you know, as human beings, we need to have our souls healed or soothed. But sometimes if that's just putting a plaster over what is a like an absolute crevasse that was not of their making, you know, um, I think that's it. And I think it's that crevasse is getting bigger and I see like the softening in their eyes and the sadness in their eyes and I see it getting worse, you know, and I think, uh, see, that's it. It's like, it's a problem that I wish they'd have nipped in the bud sooner. Now there's so much more for them to try and, because they're not got to get over the issue. They've got to now deal with these, these sort of coping things that they've behaviors that they've taught themselves so yeah it's such, such a good point Kirsty, to put it like that so what, what made you initially get counseling and did you have or therapy Kirsten? did you have any reservations and what were they <clears throat> i first decided to get counseling after i had my daughter and i had really quite significant postnatal depression um i didn't have I didn't have any reservations. I don't know. I'd say I had the same reservations as I did about taking meds in that it was such a big deal when you finally say, I can't do this on my own. I need external help. I, you know, w whatever this is, it's bigger and it's stronger than me and I need some help. That in itself was, was, was the only issue in kind of relinquishing control because me being a massive control freak, as anyone who knows me very well will know. And so that was the only issue. I mean, in terms of being vulnerable in front of another person um, and sharing some of these horrible feelings that you had wasn't an issue to me. I just, I, I was quite open to having an opportunity to purge, um, which was massively cathartic in itself. And mm. um, so, no, I'd say, you know, once I got over the initial period of... Fuck! I can't do this myself. I need I need something else. Um, yeah, it was it was it was fine. And I mean, 
Yeah. Something else I want to put on here, just because I don't know if it's going to come up later in the chat. You know, the, my first experience of counselling wasn't fantastic. It wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't bad. I mean, yeah. my, you know, the yeah. therapist that I had was perfectly fine. It was um, the free therapy that you get by your GP. Um, but it wasn't groundbreaking. Um, you know, she was a, a nodder, you know, and which again for me at the time was fine. It was just an opportunity for me to get it all out. Um, but I know what I needed was someone to really challenge me and to mm. encourage me to look at things a little differently. So that's something else I'd say for anyone that may have had or may have given counselling or therapy of any kind, they've given it a go and they've found that it wasn't they might have had a really shit experience, but don't let yeah. that put you off. There are so many yeah. different approaches out there, so many different modalities, so many different yeah. therapists. If you've had an underwhelming or maybe even a shit experience in counselling and you're still feeling like you need some help, don't let that one encounter put you off. You know, Give it another go with someone else, with another charity. Completely right. agree. <laughs> yeah, hey. I think as well you can now, uh, when I recently, so I went, I started therapy Again, I think it was around about April last year. And um, what I discovered on this this, this next uh, round of it was that uh, when I was looking online and searching for therapy, um, a lot of the counsellors were like, look, come and do like a, you know, we can do a Zoom or a free consultation or over, the, excuse me, over the phone or you can come in. And so the good thing about that is you haven't got to put all your eggs in one basket. You can just go, you know what, let's do a couple of these. And I'm sure I'll speak to someone who um, I think probably I feel most comfortable with. And actually, you can hear how, like you say, Kirsty, like their approach is kind of important because you're going to listen to certain people more than more than others yeah. to some extent. And you can get a vibe of their their strategy for doing it before you say, well, I can do it. And you know what? Like, I, I don't feel like any way now about saying to someone... Um, yeah, thanks very much. I mean, one of my close friends has just said that to their therapist. Like, I think it's been really useful for these aspects, but there's some other bits I want to work on. And actually, I think I need to, you know, I think someone else who's got more of a background in that is going to be more useful. So I'm going to move on. And the therapist was very professional. They weren't <laughs> whiny or whingy or mate. They were just like, absolutely, that's brilliant. And uh, And so, you know, I think that's it. You can look around and don't worry about switching oh. out. My first therapist was great. And weirdly, I think everyone since has never been quite up to that person. Yeah. But it's also like I, I knew what I needed out of it. And even the ones where I was like, this isn't the best. I think I just, the fact I could get a lot of what I needed just to say off my chest was kind of like half the battle uh, as opposed to hearing some creative sort of insight from them. But I definitely need to be challenged. Like you, Kirsty, I don't want someone patting me on the back saying they're there. Um, I, I don't need that. I need like people to help me think of, I think it's look at, a think of perspectives that I haven't thought of yet. And You think that's a real benefit? I should, if I was going to say, if the, I had one benefit to talk about today. So if, can I put one in here, Kirsty? Is that yeah, all right? I've put it written down as well, Chris. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. It's the same thing I've got written down. Yeah. It's like, for me, and, you know, if I was to match it to the people I was speaking about earlier or anyone who hasn't had therapy yet, what are the benefits of therapy are you can't see them because a lot of the time you're thinking in a linear th- line of what they're go- you're going to go or what you think they're going to do to help solve you and you've already made your mind up to think that doesn't help you. But the problem is... That's why you you're stuck in the cycle that you are is because you're you haven't thought of the perspective that frees you up from the demons that are chaining you down because if you could have thought of that perspective you'd have done it by now. And so, you know, it's almost self-fulfilling. The reason you don't go to a therapist is because you can't see what they're going to say that's going to help you. Well, of course you can't see what they say is going to help you. That's why you're miserable. Like if you then if you go if you're like I don't know what they're going to say. And the, the things that have helped me so much in this last round that I did in March, just a couple of small little micro adjustments, my perspective on certain things have liberated me for feeling like shit about certain subjects. And that's all I needed. But, you know, sometimes you might get that from your friends. You might have friends who actually give you that nugget of advice. It's all you needed was that shifting of a perspective. But also your friends aren't professionals at it. Uh, and actually you might go and see a professional and they are the one who's like, yeah, Chris, that's one way of looking at it. Have you thought about it from that perspective? No, I haven't. And actually, in actual fact, that's liberated me from inaction. And actually now I can do X, Y, and Z because I, you've put it in a way of me. I used to see it as a bad thing. And now you used to put it in a way that makes me go, oh, hold on, that's not, this isn't on me or that is actually not a me doing that isn't um, sort of a thing to be ashamed of or, you know, so that's what I think about therapy is like the benefits of therapy stop assuming. And so if I was just to quickly give the example of um, this, these, these two people who I love very dearly, they keep telling me right every time I speak to them about therapy and, and sometimes I think oh, they're going, they're going to do it. And then I realize actually they were placating me. And then they'll tell me their reasons for not. So the two most recent ones is one, um, uh, the event, um, they don't know why the event happened, right? They haven't been given a reason as to why this tragic event happened. And they've said to me, therapy is only for people who know what happened. And and I kind of said, look, guys, like, 
Like, have you, as a therapist, told you that? No, because we haven't been. It's like no therapist is going to say that. And you know, a simple Google search will tell you that a lot of bereavement or grief happens with no explanation. The person who walks out, your bet, your loved partner who walked out and got hit by a bus, there was no explanation for that. But you're left with this big hole in your life of that relationship. I said that's a one analogy for what has happened to them. It's not the same, but it's kind of similar. And they're like, mm, yeah, okay. But they say that. And then, like, the next time I speak to them, they've got a new reason why therapy. And it's, again, it's like it's, there's this defense mechanism. What was the other one? Um, uh, what we're suffering from isn't uh, emotional. It's physical. It's a physical problem, not emotional. And it's like you've written that. You're a grown person. You're 60. And you've written that in a message to me. And it's like the the the, the, the message before it said, um, so-and-so is absolutely miserable and sad and can't stop thinking about X, Y, Z. And I said, you know, I, I know I sound like a bit of a broken racket, but that's why I think, you know, it might be time to consider therapy. Uh, no, because we've realised that this is a physical thing, not an emotional thing. You're like, I mean, like, how I mean, do you... <laughs> and I mean, you, know, you help point someone? to like the biopsychosocial mm. model, do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And, you know, obviously your, your mental health can feed into your physical and vice versa. Mm. But that... And I mean, again, I think with anything, when you're, I mean, I've got friends, one in particular, who I've been begging to go to therapy for about mm. five years, and mm. she's adamant she doesn't want to go. Mm. Um, so I've given up preaching to her, and I'm just trying mm. to find out, like you say, more of the reasons yeah. why they don't want to go. And it is, it's frustrating, like mm. you say, when, they, when they're throwing reasons at you when you're, that you can quite easily explain the way discount yeah um you know and, and and there's still that resistance to go clearly there's something else at play yeah. um and i suppose it's just being patient and kind yeah and just waiting i think there's a ready. fear to it i think part of it is the ego's scared of what they're going to discover if they go and talk to someone you know and that might you know everyone's got an ego and you know the ego doesn't uh -huh. want to be doesn't want to change. No. It's kind of like happy in the state that it's in. It's going to fight to stay like that. And maybe there's the fear that you know go to therapy. They might say something and it might make them re look at other things that they're terrified at looking at. Like like, like they might see that oh well what happens if it means that we did this wrong? Yeah. And people don't want to change that. But I think in many ways where I've actually the counter to that. Like the things that I've been forced to accept and sometimes reassess and, and, and take ownership of, I could then actually in doing that, it led me to forgive myself. It led me to do some, you know, take action in certain areas that I never thought were even relevant and actually weren't and really helped me. So, yeah, sorry, I've, I've sort of like bastardized my point being, you know, a therapist is going to teach you or is going to talk to you about, give you an, a perspective you can't you don't know exists. And so therefore you can't second guess the benefits of therapy. You've really got nothing possibly left to, you've got nothing to lose really, I feel, in, yeah. in going. Um, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean, you, you, you referenced there about um, uh, having a conversation with somebody and then saying something and it really kind of, the penny sort of dropping. And I think that it can work both ways with me. I can have something that my counsellor has been 
repeating over and over and over and you just kind of <laughs> it's like yeah yeah it's not resonating with me it's I, I i hear what you're saying i'm not i'm not refusing to see it it's just i don't really feel that it's what's going on right now and then your friend can say it and you're like yeah it feels like you've been hit by a bus yeah and it's like fuck yeah you're absolutely right or yeah. other way around your friend could be bleating yeah. on at you about yeah, something yeah. for years yeah. and years your counselor yeah. can reframe it as to something yeah, else yeah. and it's just Holy shit, yeah. that is a complete game changer. Do you know what they call that? The Eureka moment. Hello! Right so, so basically, it's like you can, and you get that at school as well, you can have a teacher explain something to you and you can repeat it back to the teacher, right? But you don't, you don't, you don't embody what they mean. No. And then one day, something will happen and you will just be like, I understand this now, inside and out. I don't need to parrot back the same words. I can explain this in eight different ways. I fully understand what they mean now. And like often the Eureka moment only comes when you go through a load of shit and like you realise what they were telling you was right and you didn't listen to them. It's funny because me and my partner do it all the time, both ways. So, you know, it could be Molly turns around to me three years later and says, so my therapist said that and it's really good. And, you know, when you just think, babe, I've been fucking saying that to you for years. <laughs> but it's it's the same. Like, I've done that yeah. to her and to loads of my friends. With her. Yeah, we, I mean, Chris, we have been saying that to you. Um, so that eureka moment, it's like, but if finding that therapist who gets under your sort of barriers and you're more prepared. Because I think sometimes it's like that independence of a... You paying and going and having to travel to them. I don't know. There's some symbolism in that, that your your subconscious means that it wants to listen to what this person's got to say. Yeah. Whereas your friend that you've seen, you know, you've been in and out of like all sorts of like hijinks with them. And, you know, you kind of just don't listen to them sometimes as much as you might a professional. So, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, so, you've got that buy-in with the therapist. Like you say, if you're traveling mm. there and you're paying them, then, yeah, your subconscious is going, we're going to listen to what this person's got to say. Help me, please. <laughs> if you had to sort of throw another one in the, in the pot, Curse, what would you say? Well, um, I suppose as a segue into or out of what we've just said, um, you, you really do learn more about yourself. Um, it, it gives you a chance to identify certain habits or patterns of behaviour that ordinarily, and again, like your outsider, your friend, or your family members, they might have been digging away at you and saying, you're doing this, and I don't really think that's the best way of doing things. Mm -hmm. um, when you've got a counsellor or a therapist that's unpicking things and kind of peeling back the onion and allowing you to recognise and make those realisations yourself, again, that's another opportunity for a, a eureka moment. And that's where further development and growth can come from. You can start making those changes yourself because it's all well and good someone saying i don't know that's gonna give myself away though i can't <laughs> think of an example without giving myself away um <laughs> but yeah just just giving you yeah just telling you shit that you know that, that, that you don't really want to hear but when you start unpicking it and you can start seeing i suppose it's a bit like if you have got certain coping strategies or wonky patterns of behavior, I always describe it as looking at a cliff or looking into like a big precipice and you think, I'd normally go down there because I like what's down there. And I think I still want to go down there, but 
I'm going to get some pillows and I'm going to do some lining. So when I do go down there, it's not going to hurt as much <laughs> and I can get myself out of it a little bit easier. Um, wow. Is that a bit of a weird analogy? Do you get what I mean? No, I get it, yeah. Safeguard. Also, Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've had therapy twice, uh, maybe, I don't know, eight or nine years ago. And, and, it, and it was really weird. I had loads of shit like that when I was a kid. Like, my mum and dad used to take me to psychiatrists all the time. Um, and my, my, one of my earliest memories of, of a hospital was being at Great Ormond Street, literally with blokes with clipboards watching me play with stickle bricks. It's quite weird. <laughs> I don't know if I still do that. Um, but uh, but the, when I had therapy maybe eight years ago, I found it really strange. I found just suddenly being completely open, and I'm generally quite an open person anyway, but being completely open with a, a complete stranger that it's kind of always got like one eye on the clock, and, oh. like, and it sort of felt in the last sort of 10 minutes as I was starting to kind of feel comfortable that it was like, and I understand that, that, yeah, it was just like, well, well, yeah, we're done. And it was like, and I know that it's a business and I know that that's their job and I understand the constraints of maybe they've got somebody else and stuff like that. But I, I found that really weird just because I think as a person, if I was with, talking to somebody and that the whole purpose was for them to open up and they do. And then the minute they do, you're like, well, that's, we've made some good headway today. Uh, we'll just pick back up on this next week. And, and yeah, I don't really know what my point is on this, but I did find that like kind of less just going, Oh yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. So yeah. Cheers. Uh, here's your money. Um, bye. Yeah, that is difficult. I mean, I've, I do know what you mean, and I think my uh, my most recent therapist, she was really good. I never saw her eyeball in the clock once, and she, I mean, she was always, again, I'm quite fidgety, I gesticulate quite a lot, but she had like a laser focus on me. She was always moving wherever I was. Um, but yeah, like you say, it, saying it's a business, it's, yeah, like you say, it's more to the point where they're going to have another appointment after you, so they need to make sure that they finish in on time, but also ultimately that they're not going to be opening up Pandora's box when they know they've only got 10 minutes left. But equally so, if you are, you know, in a bit of a state, 
and your time's up, they still have a duty of care to make sure that you are safe and that you're well enough to go home and that, you know, you've put in any kind of strategies in place mm. to make sure that you're okay for the coming week, oh. you know, before your next appointment. Um, but yeah, that's, you, you shouldn't, you shouldn't notice that. There should have been a bit more subtle, I reckon. This also, this also does come back to what you said, Kirsty, though, that maybe that therapist weren't right for you. Yeah. Maybe they're shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I only went because it was not, local. Not all, not all painters and decorators are good. Do you know what I mean? Does, you could be left with a bad bad sort of experience, but it doesn't mean to say that there's not someone out there. And, and I'd say also, you know, it's difficult, sure, if you've had that experience. But, you know, I try to go with the sort of, like, opinion that... Because because now you've got that. You've got to watch out that you have this tainted thing of, are they looking... Are they clock-watching or whatever? Mm. Because that's already a barrier for you to get help because you're going to be in there thinking, are they being legitimate? And and, and, and I would say, like, I, I try to go in there with the... I go, I go in there expecting a positive outcome or like that they are there in good faith as well as money. But, you know, they have chosen to do that as a vocation. And I don't think it purely just comes from a, oh, there's a, there's a couple of quid to be snatched here. I think that most, even if they're good or bad, generally they, they want to help. And, and it's funny, my most recent therapist, <laughs> she's really good. Um, she, it wasn't the exact style of therapy that I would say is perfect for me. But she threw in enough of those alternative perspectives that really were great for me. But she was stifling yawns all the time, stopping yawns all the time. And that, the thing with was me that is, you were boring. Well, you you can answer that yourself, mate. You've done a podcast with me for five years. You know yeah. I'm boring, yeah. right? I can wear all the jazzy tracksuits I want. It doesn't get away from the fact. Fundamentally, I'm shallow and boring. You're doing it now. So I'm not. I'm, but like, I'm not. The, the funny thing is, the funny no, thing is, I'm an empath, Kirstie. and then I'll start yeah. doing it, and then he'll really get a complex. The, the the thing is, though, I'm not built like that. I'm not built to get complex. Like, I'm the opposite of what Stuart's somewhat neurotic thought there was. That Stuart sat there thinking they are clock watch. Stuart's nodded off. Look, they are clock watching. <laughs> the wanker. Right. Whereas, if she, even when she was yawning, I was very much thinking. You put your finger in her mouth. She's got. She's got. <laughs> I got. Her. I was very much thinking. She sits here eight hours a day, listening to people, and whether or not she's listening for, in, intently or not, she never yawned out. She never once yawned and opened her mouth. I could see her swallowing the yawn frequently. She's got young kids doesn't mean to say she's not listening to me and uh, this idea if i went there with that positive mindset of expecting a positive means that when i saw her do that all that all i did mentally in my head was have a little chuckle and just made sure that what she was saying to me was proving that she was listening to me if she's not listening or she's wrapping up halfway through me fucking telling her i can't take anymore i would be like okay this is more than her stifling a yawn or not having an interest in me but that's all it was and like I think there's that. That's things to identify. Is go in there, not assuming that they aren't there to help you, Stu, and also realise that some are going to be better than others. Might that person might not have been right for you, but okay. also, is what else they're doing showing they actually give a shit, or are they just dialing in the session? And if they are dialing in, and I don't mean because you're going to do it over Zoom, <laughs> I mean they just don't give a shit. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll placate you. Mm-mm. And I've had friends who they come back from therapy. 
And the stuff that uh, they've said, uh, Kirsty, uh. is to me. <laughs> the stuff he's saying to me, uh, like of what the therapist has said, is fucking bullshit. Really? And, like, I've had two. I've had two people do this to me, and they come and say things to me that. Having gone through a lot of therapy, to me, sounds like someone who hasn't done therapy is actually saying what they think the therapist would have said to placate the behaviour that they are then currently taking. Because it is just like, no, my my therapist told me definitely to do that. Or, you know, and, I, I, you know, it's just so wild because that's never, I've never seen a therapist tell me to do fucking anything. Exactly. Do you know 100%. what I mean? A therapist yeah. worth their salt will not tell you to do anything, yeah. So either, and I'd say to them, either you, you know, I like I wouldn't say they're, because there's no point in telling someone they're, like if they feel that uncomfortable about going to therapy, calling them a liar for saying that they've gone and they haven't, I don't think helps them much. No. But I tend to say, look, that doesn't sound like a good therapist to me. Because um, look at the, look at, you know, it's encouraging you to take action or inaction in the areas that are, are causing you the most distress. It just doesn't sound. It sounds like maybe, like we've said, shop around. Maybe go and maybe go and find someone else. Gus, have you got any any more that you want to throw in hmm. of benefits? Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, you know, again, something that we have alluded to do, alluded to today. You know, it, it sometimes it is just nice to have an opportunity to purge, just to get it all out. Um without someone interrupting you. I mean, you know, Chris and I have both said we don't like nodders, but sometimes and some weeks I do just want someone to nod. Mm. You know, yeah. I just need, I've had a shit week or if it was, if I was doing monthly sessions, I've had a shit month and I just want to cry and I just want to get it all out and I just want to vent bleed. Um, and that is, that's hugely cathartic. And that's something yeah, that absolutely. us as friends and family members, sorry, you've got many names, um, we really crap at because we want to fix people. We want to take people out of the pain that they're in. We want to make it all yeah. better. And so yeah. when you're confiding in your friends or you just want to say, oh, you know what, I think it's just really shit at the moment. You know, we do, we automatically jump in. We've got that writing research. Solutions. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and sometimes you don't. You just want to go, fuck that. Can you just listen to what I've got a phone? Yeah. And, um, yeah. And your therapist, they will do that. And sometimes that is. It's just like. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, just letting someone know and hear it. And sorry, Stu, just before you say that, my just before most you recent therapist, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just before you interrupt, shut up. Um, uh, my therapist said, like, because the first, when I, when I went for this, one of the first two sessions with her, um, is she, uh, and I apologise, I said I'm doing a lot of talking and I'm, I've got, because of my, how my brain's set up, I'll skip from subject to subject. I said, I'm really sorry, I've got a bit of a butterfly mind. And, uh, um, and she said, it's cool, I think, let's get all the toys out onto the carpet. And then we can figure out, we can go from there. And I thought that was such a good way of uh, an analogy of, yeah, I just need to get everything out and then we can sort of like look at, well, where where do we go from here once we can see the things that are rumbling around in your head? And the I solution for that. me, was, yeah, yeah, it was just, she just said, just get onto heavy drugs and just sedate yourself as... Um, as much as possible. And that's kind of what one of my mates would have said to me when they went to a therapist. They'd be like, yeah, and then they just told me everything's fine and just carry on doing what I'm doing and it's everyone else's problem. I'm like, no. Good grief. Yeah. Sorry, Stuart, I I interrupted there, mate. I'm really sorry. I love that. No, no, I was just sort of trying to summarise, really, what we we, we spoke about here and and, and sort of to, I guess, to kind of sort of wrap it, really, 
curse. <laughs> would you, if if someone is listening right now and and they were considering therapy, what would you say? Because, like I say, from my experience, it wasn't a particularly positive experience, but I could have gone somewhere else and had a completely life-changing experience that would have, you know, saved me from being an idiot. And, like, if you had to sort of say to somebody that, you know, it's obviously the same goes to you, Chris, but finding a therapist, would you go on recommendations? Would you go, how would you go about finding a therapist that might be right for you? Well, I found my therapist on counsellingdirectory.co.uk.com, not sure, just Google counselling directory and read a load of profiles. And for me, I mean, obviously this is horses for courses, but if you're going to start talking about I've been working in private practice for this many years and I've got this many accreditations and check my CPD portfolio and I've worked with this presentations and that and that and that. I don't really like that, but that's just me. I liked the personal approach that will say something like, um, I don't know, I'm I'm, I'm going to jump on Fraser from Fraser Crane. So he went into private practice. There's a fantastic episode where he goes back to private practice and he started every session by saying whether or not our um, our connection lasts for just for one day or for years to come. I can't tell you how excited I am to go on this journey with you. I like stuff like that. So just go through the profiles, see what leaks out at you, see who you think you can trust. You know, the pictures also go a great way to um, comforting you or, you know, giving you an idea about the kind of person that you're looking. If you want I to really... always go for the fittest one. Always go for the fittest. Fair it's um, yeah, yeah no, it's boobs. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I think it's. Um, I mean, yeah, by all means, ask for recommendations. But you know, like you've said, Stu, you get to have these. Uh, sorry, no, it was Chris that said it. You get to have these introductory chats. No obligation. You have a chat to see whether or not the therapist gels with you, or if you gel with the therapist, and then you can make a formal appointment to go from there. But even after a couple of sessions, if you're thinking. This isn't vibing with many. You can, you know, I mean, again, I'm a terrible people pleaser. So I would be racked mm. with guilt by saying to my therapist, I'm not sure you're exactly right for what I need right now. But you do. You've got to bite the bullet and say, Jace, you know, yeah, you're great. You're wonderful. You're fantastic. It's me. It's all me. It's not your fault. It's me. I'm just going to go over here for now. Um, but you do. If you're going to be paying this person and making a commitment to spend an hour a week with them, you need to make sure that they're the right person for you. Absolutely. Yeah, you're you're there for you. You've got you've got to do that. And I, just curiously, I mean, that's exactly what I'd say. I mean, I, I I would look up. I have a look at what their rough backgrounds are. If they're listing, what I might see is the things that I might need to go for. <laughs> so you know, um, <clears throat> compulsive deal deal with compulsive masturbating. Right, great. Okay, so I'm gonna need. That's one of the things I need to go and talk to them about. Yeah. And then. Um, and also how they like like you said like how it leaks out to you how it resonates like how what the wording they've choose to explain how they they approach the thing and then you'll see a few that you're like oh yeah that sounds a bit a bit more like me and then and just go from there. Yeah, you went to that one where that picture was that bloke with his dinkle in his hand, didn't you? Yeah, uh, but he wasn't. He did. The all the photos were great, but we didn't resonate. But I went with the therapist with three tits <laughs> in the end. <laughs> different strokes for different blokes absolutely absolutely um just if anyone um needs to reach out uh and as as uh, you know as, as as over the time that we've been having this chat um considered maybe 
their, their, their situation might benefit from the services that Reach Out provides. Um, what's the best way to get in touch? Yeah, just to reiterate, 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 we only support individuals in Essex. So I know that obviously this podcast goes far and wide, but we are only an Essex-based charity. And yeah, look us up on reachoutformentalhealth.co.uk. Check us out on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. Um, You can make a self-referral. You can just give Karen a call. Karen is our marvellous service coordinator. She'll have a chat with you. You know, it's not uncommon for people to chat to Karen and after an hour think, do you know what? I feel so much better. Again, just having that someone to talk to. And uh, um, yeah, some people don't feel that they necessarily feel that they want to engage in counselling for that point. Um, but if you want to, then Karen can carry out an assessment and then get you allocated with one of our marvellous counsellors. Fantastic. It's an amazing, amazing thing you do, yeah, Kirsten. Love, love chatting to you, Kirsten. Thank you very much for what you do. No, thank you both for coming on and for... Well, for having me on, for, I don't know, how's, how's this working? Russell to be together, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. Right, I'm going to press stop. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast.